Hey everybody, welcome to episode 70 of It's Just Bodybuilding. Of course, Dusty Hanshaw, myself, Ron Partlow. And today we're going to chat about all that is muscle and hit a bunch of Instagram questions on It's Just Bodybuilding. Dusty, you are all that is muscle. What's going on? You feel the whole screen today? It's well, I'm leaning in. I, I was told I, I lean in and I need to lean out. I'm, I'm like, fuck, people, just tell me where to sit. Yeah, and the, the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to put your head real close and your shoulders far away. Yeah. You know, if not- anything, chest closer than the head, right? Yeah, well, I I, I, uh, I hit up that guy from Las Vegas, and I was like, how does the oh, you, if Yeah, the Craig. Craig Goliath. Craig, am I? Uh, but I yeah. cracked my neck, so I can't do that now either. But yeah, yeah. We, we worked on that together. He gave me a few tips. Between him and Rich Piana, man, I had a hell of a fucking side shot for a while there. I'm always, you know, blown away, though, because they do all that shit. And I'm like, but you're also 350 pounds, so you could probably just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> you actually are 350 pounds. So. <laughs> yeah, you already look like that to most people. <laughs> You're kind of, oh, I didn't want to judge. You're making money. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. You, everyone's got to have their, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan had the leg drop. You know, got to have the, someone, you got to have the lean back. Snooker, I gotcha. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, what is this going on here? Uh, so I had the USA's this weekend. It was hectic. Yeah. There were people. Yeah. There's still people here. Like, I find out I have friends every now and then. It really is a headache. Oh, oh shit. You had like a weekend where you had to talk to more than like, Two people. I kept leaving my house. Oh wow, that's the full story. <laughs> How was the show? Show was good. It was um, so weird because the obviously the number of competitors in the bodybuilding were down. Uh, I mean, there were ten light heavyweights. Right. Think about that. But yeah. the the quality was great. So yeah, like I think that the pictures so, look good. Like, like I saw a lot of people look the light heavy that won the light heavy probably would have won if there were 30 guys. So right. it's definitely not a dig on the guys that won the guy who won the overall. Um, I pegged him as soon as he walked out. I was like, Oh, well there's yeah. your winner. Um, and what's funny, dude, this is so terrible. I am. So I follow people on Instagram based on, I'll see something I like, it'll pop up and explore or something and I'll follow him. How I had no idea. I followed that guy. I like his stuff all the time. He's a great body. No connection. Dude walks out. I don't recognize him. I'm like, that guy's a fucking bodybuilder. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but the next so day, like that day, it popped up on my screen. I was like, oh, oh, I you. saw him win. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I had to actually get into his profile and realize, oh, yeah, I've been following him for a while, you know. But um, it's just when you see a full, like a, a bodybuilder walk out that's got it all put together. It just jumps. I'm like, you know, he was awesome. Uh, my friend and longtime friend, John Ward, got second after, God, I think he hadn't competed in a couple of years. Uh, yeah, big so John did, back on stage. He did nationals uh, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. And uh, he was like, man, I, I don't know what happened. He got 11th and he sent me the pictures. I'm like, you're not as big as you used to be. You're just not. Uh, and I think really they just needed to eat more because he came back. He was 12 pounds heavier. Uh, this weekend and without question, I told him this before there were any places. I'm like, this is the best you've ever been. You know, I knew after prejudging he wasn't winning, but 
after that much time away to come back and have, I mean, to truly be the best you've been is awesome. So I've already, I, I let him have like an hour and a half after the show before I was like, so USA's, huh? Seven months. We're going to do this or what? You know, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. he doesn't really have a choice though, because I told him I've already bought my tickets. So. Right. I just awesome. sent him some money. I'd love, yeah. <laughs> I'd, love, <laughs> I'd love to see him hit it. Yeah, I, I know what you mean about uh, there just being so many bodybuilders now. I mean, we're like, obviously because of the phones. Yes. You know, like there's always been guys in Finland training. Yeah. <laughs> there's always been guys in Russia training. But we just, you know, we didn't know they were training. So we never thought of them and we didn't see their pictures. And they'd even do shows and none of those pictures would make it in the magazines. So we wouldn't see any of them. But now it's like, who the fuck's this and who the fuck's this? And holy shit, there's good guys everywhere. Oh, yeah. You I know? love it too because there's, there's, I mean, not just, I mean, I, I've got bodybuilders that I follow and then just freaks. Yeah, they're, I know what you mean. Yes, they're bodybuilders, but there's something missing or there's a reason that they're not. But I'm like, dude, if you can't be Dexter Jackson, be this fucking guy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know his name, but I promise he gets some weird ass looks at the local deli. So that's yeah. that's what I'm looking yeah, for yeah. in life. <laughs> rolls rolls into the grocery store with the cutoff uh, t-shirt on. Yeah, just nuts, you know. So it was a good weekend, though, man. And uh, I got uh, a pro card with a uh, – I actually took on a men's physique guy. Got got a pro card in that, so that was fun. Um, okay. A master's That's awesome. guy, uh, same, won his class. And then uh, I took a girl who – she wanted to do bikini. I don't typically train a lot of bikini girls, but I saw her pictures, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to convince her to do figure. And uh, she wouldn't budge, so – we went for bikini, literally put her on stage as flat as I could possibly figure out a way to do it. And uh, she ended up seventh in her first pro qualifier. So I'm like, man, it's just awesome. one of those weekends where I, the whole time I'm like, as I saw her in the gym in person for the first time, I was like, shit, it's even more muscle than I thought. Right. <laughs> like, so I was definitely uh, happy with the weekend, but uh, I slept last night, which that sentence all by itself for those who follow know that that means I must have like got hit by a truck. So right. <laughs> when you say you slept, are you saying six hours without waking up? I was in bed for nine hours, like not asleep nice. the whole time. It was one of those things where I, I got up and I'm like, I'm not ready. It's not time. It's not yeah, fucking yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. So, yeah, I'm, every, every, I'm, 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 I'm of course, a professional thing. sleeper. So I'm envious. That's, you know, know, that's the only thing that sucks is I, I'll have guys comment on my stuff. They're like, it's not a badge of honor that you don't sleep. And I'm like, no, I'm aware. Definitely not the fucking goal here, dude. I promise. I'm not trying to be hardcore. Right. <laughs> Half the time, this time is not it. utilized in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> like, with, with, whenever you mention it, I take it that you're sort of making fun of your disability. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the same. You're not like bragging. About, I'm yeah. Superman. I deadlift on no sleep. Because you know? <laughs> I, I do have people, they'll, they'll, they'll do that in the Q&A, you know, like, hey, what do I got to do to help get better sleep? And I'm like, Really? You're going to ask me? Up next, I'm yeah. going to teach you how to not go bald. I mean, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's, so. It's all, it's, 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 it's all of your, uh, it's all of your, 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 uh, your traumas added up, Dusty. Yeah, they're know? picking on me. It's just bam. Or maybe the thing I've learned from my mistakes and I can help them. Yeah. Like, this guy's fucked up royally. Maybe he figured it out afterwards. So we, we got to so cover some you, Olympia news, though, dude. Like, what about yeah, Rory being so out of the first up. first up, yeah. Um, 
that really sucks. You know, that's a huge gap in the lineup. I mean, that's a top three. That's a potential winner, theoretically. Yeah, you know, sure. that's um, that's one of the that's one of the reasons people buy tickets. That's one of the guys that people buy pay-per-view for. That's just that just, you know, it just sucks all around. Nobody doesn't want Roly there. Except for whoever the kind of three or four yeah, guys are that were the guys who just of. went up a slot, they're all happy. <laughs> Roly's not there, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, nobody else in the building is going to be nobody else in the bodybuilding world is going to be you know cool with that. Um, it's funny when I saw that he was out, I thought my I thought oh paperwork or COVID. Yeah. You know, and uh, I was reading the comments and I saw a few people saying the same thing, like paperwork and then COVID and then paperwork. And then I saw one guy write, he's like, these guys don't fuck up their paperwork, dude. Yeah, like, you can do it for a minute. Plus, Batter does it for them, I think. Like, oh, they I'm just sure. fucking, it's, it's like all handled with lawyers and shit, you know? So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, fucking COVID. It said he got stopped in Turkey and failed a test on his changeover on his flight. So, That's even worse, dude, because that means he didn't know. And the prep is done, and I, I, I know I'm gonna shit on for this, but I'm like, God damn it, really? I mean, he, I mean, he's ready. Like, it's not like he didn't throw an excuse, the COVID excuse. He didn't have a, a bad fish incident like we've had so many times in this sport. Basic fish. Yeah, exactly. This guy actually just got caught having something he didn't even know he had. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Um. He said he's developed some symptoms too. So right, yeah. So I mean, it's yeah, good because you don't you don't want to be around. I mean, truthfully, and this is something that I've had to cover, and I'm sure you have as well. Like I'm I'm pretty vocal about hating half of the bullshit with this, but I am the first one to say once you have symptoms, then you need to get tested, and while you're waiting for your test, get the fuck away from everyone. Like yeah, you you can get those three days back or whatever if you end up not having it. Like but but jump so it is good that he caught it is on his way he'll get healthy but fuck he's one of my favorites i don't care where he places he's like a marcus rule to me i just want well, to yeah him. that's exactly he's one of those guys that you know you're like what the fuck's he gonna look like this time and uh you know it's like he's also has one of those physiques where <laughs> like if he's really on he can win any show he's in right for sure for sure and then if he's if he's if he's off you still really want to see him. <laughs> yeah, he's a freak. It won't take away the fact he has 36-inch arms. <laughs> yeah, like you just, you're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Bring him up. Yeah, still good. <laughs> you know? Ah, uh, he's 10% off. No, it's okay. Just keep, keep roll the show. Let's go. You know? So uh, he's just one of those dudes, man. So obviously that's that's a bummer. Um, And also Hadi got the visa. So he's, I guess, fucking probably on the plane. He's probably yeah. on a plane today. I hate here's the thing, and I'm I'm great like grateful that that worked out is because to me, once he's got it last year and he came here, he did what he's supposed to do, he left. He's only got a billion people that can vouch for what he's here for. I feel like it should just be easy. Well, maybe maybe it you know, maybe it was relatively easier this time. I don't know. I know the first yeah. time a lot of people had to read letters, like, you know. Well, it took years. Like, the first time was the fourth time, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first successful time, you know? So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> exactly. Story of my life. Never mind. <laughs> Separate subject. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited well, to see him, too, because I, I think that he's a guy that I know most people would say they would have no issue if he'd have won the Olympia last year. No, I wouldn't have. I actually thought he might. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there going, hmm, this is going to be interesting. You know, they get to third. They call Bonac yeah. at fourth, and you're like, oh, shit, what's happening here? Right. You know? Well, plus, I think he's a guy, and not that we knew those that are kind of watching, but, I mean, he went from, for some people, unknown to immediately respected at the highest level, and then he made it even worse, and by worse, I mean better, with how he was with Dexter and every other thing on the stage. It was kind of like, yeah. You know, those 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 little decisions like locked him in, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. I'm really happy he's going to be there. He's uh, he's he's captured an enormous number of fans. Just I don't know that obviously, I mean, it's hard to say personality because he doesn't speak English. Yeah. You know, but can't I know really you interact. Mean, but he just, you know, all those little things, you know, the underdog, the coming from Iran thing that maybe can't get a visa, train for the show anyways. I guess it's just the whole story of what he did last year. You know, couldn't get into the state, so he came to Vancouver, destroyed everyone. Yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, fuck. He, like, suddenly, you know, because in a North American soil, finally, you know, and all of a sudden yeah. everyone was like, whoa. And, uh, yeah, you know, it just, the crowd was just so crazy for him last year. I was, I mean, I was, a, I was a little surprised at how crazy they, I mean, I knew he'd get cheers, but fuck, he was like fan favorite. He was a people's champ. Remember? Oh, he was for sure. You Plus know? I think, I mean, as an athlete too, there's certain things that he's done in the gym that you're like, I mean, I can't remember if it was 315 or some crazy number with, or 405 walking lunges and some shit. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, I can't do that. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, literally, I saw some of the things that he's done in the gym, and I'm like, I wouldn't attempt. And, I mean, I'll pretty much try anything. And it's like, yeah, that'll just bury me. That's silly. So that that muscle, once again, proven uh, that when you train on the other side of safety, crazy things happen one way or another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, man. What other Olympian is there? What's that? Uh, oh, I was gonna say. No, remember we talked about Jose. I uh, we mentioned how we we can't wait to see the send off Dexter gets. Yes. I do. You think they're gonna do something special for him? Yes. They have to. Yes. There's no they way. They have to play a video montage. They have to have like a little. You know, like you know, at the Oscars when they show all the dead people. Oh, it'll be huge <laughs> because you figure uh, Jake. Jake is a huge fan of bodybuilding, the guy that owns the Olympia now. Plus, obviously, all the powers that be of the IFBB, they know. I mean, Dexter, like, for me to realize that Dexter was a top guy when I started. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not young, and I haven't been doing this for a couple days. Like, he's been at that level for that long. And, in fact was he's got gotten better like that was his worst when i was starting and he was still the top 10 at the olympia and he looked yeah. about half the size he is now and plus like 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 jose was saying i don't know anybody that has anything negative to say about dexter any anyone and it's not because he's some agreeable whatever he's just a good fucking dude 
Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I wrote on my Instagram, I was trying to find, like, what do you say? Because, you know, the greatest of all time, that everyone, that kind of, it's kind of Ronnie. Right. But I'm like, I can't really call him the greatest of all time, even though I kind of am trying to find the words. So I, I said, the greatest career of all time. Which is definitely fair. And I thought that's, that's fair. And that's, that's in itself just as ridiculous of an accomplishment because it says consistency, right? You could be the greatest of all time just by absolutely annihilating everybody once. Right. You could because you line up all the physiques and history and you still win. Yeah. So you could say greatest of all time if you wanted to. You could argue that. But it's kind of like they do with sports. They'll say like this X year of the Bulls was the best team ever. Right, right, right. Whereas with Dexter, you look at the whole thing, you know, started as a Bantam, finished as a Mr. Olympia and, you know, four-time Arnold Classic champ, nine-time Arnold winner, you know, all this, yep. all that bullshit at all that. 29 wins, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping they do something awesome. They better have yeah. like a fucking crazy video that gives everybody goosebumps and makes half the crowd cry. That's what <laughs> I'm demanding of them. That's what I'll, Dexter deserves. I'll cry for sure. I'm a bit of a weeper, <laughs> let's be honest. So I got a great question here. Unless you want to talk about the Olympia more. Is I there more Olympia news? More or less, you miss yeah, I mean, no, I mean, because everything else we covered last week. We got our we got our favorites. We got our all that stuff. Bumstead's winning. Okay, we can move on. Um, yeah, let's talk about classic for a minute. You know, we 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 didn't get to that with with Jose because we're just such fucking morons, and uh, we don't really have plans and we just ramble. Um, Makes us genius. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean. So you got Bumstead, you got Brion, and who else do you have? Well, I mean, there's there's a, a million great guys. I just um, that's the problem, <laughs> you know. But for me, I really do believe, uh, and I I've been looking forward to the Bumstead Brion battle since last year, um, and I could be wrong. But I do know that everyone shows their best when they decide to show anything online. And I I just don't see Chris getting touched. I mean, okay. he looks he looks insane to me, and I've seen both. And I also think that there's a whether people like it or not, he is the perfect poster boy for the whole thing. Which <laughs> sort of defines I, I know what you mean, and it's hard to beat the champ. You have to knock the champ out. Mm-hmm. And and you have to be better clearly. And I, uh, yeah, I, I, I think he's going to hold the title. I wish I almost wish there was something else. Breon could win instead because he's just so fucking awesome. No, he is. But I think that that, I don't know. What, I don't winning? know enough. I was going to say, I don't know enough to know how much room he has, but what I know is, is when I look at Breon, I look and I say, he's still awesome. Like, holy shit. But when I see Chris this year, I go, he's so much better than last year. Right. Okay. Like the improvements because Chris <laughs> from the back was losing for sure. Yeah. Like yeah, it yeah. was a guarantee. All right, I'm going to lose these poses here. And then and I got to win, win these five out of seven yeah. poses. Yeah. You know, whatever. Whereas now I see some of these shots and I've seen him moving also, not just in the finished picture in the perfect light. And you're like, he's definitely, he, he might not win those, but it's no longer a gimme. To turn around with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's uh, one. And then, of course, um, God, the, the list of guys that 
that are not even on my radar. The guys that I think that are going to come in are like the five, six, sevens from last year, because that's what this sport seems to be doing is advancing quickly. Cause yeah, you know, you look back at who was winning <clears throat> five years ago, four years ago, they're gone. Like they're just getting destroyed now. Yeah. And classic is still so new that there could be like a, a new, there could be a handful of new guys in the top 10, like that weren't even there last year. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, and it's a sort of the same as the USA phenomenon that you were talking about where like, I see these guys and I, they both come through my Instagram and I might not know all their names, but then when I, I'm sitting watching the Olympia, I'll be like, oh yeah, that fucking guy's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I know that figure, guy. Like, like, how do you look at a guy like Terrence Ruffin and realize that he currently isn't in the conversation to win? And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. he is. <laughs> his pictures, his pictures with the hypertrophy coach come uh, come through my feed all the time. Those crazy pictures that they're putting up, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, just he's nuts. I mean, I'd love to see him up in that fucking top mix, you know? Yeah. Where was he last year? I I don't know, so I'm gonna I be can't remember. I'm gonna live on the edge and say like fifth or sixth in there. You know what I mean? But yeah, it wasn't right at the top. I thought that's what it was. Um, I thought that's what he told us. Yeah, but I mean. You look at it. I guess that's what's crazy about the sport is when you look at a guy that good and go, wait a minute. So there's a human that can beat that. (laughs) And then I say, no, Chris isn't human. Um, And then we move on. (laughs) I I like the crazy, uh, the crazy uh, back double with the glutes and everything. How fucking nuts he looks. Mm -hmm. So all the twisting shots are nuts to me because I just have trouble like twisting to get in my refrigerator sometimes. So. I'm like, fuck, do these guys do that? (laughs) It's very impressive stuff. (laughs) You ever have a hard time reaching the seatbelt? I mean, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, man. So, but yeah, we got loads of questions, man. So get them them cracking. I got one. I'll start with this one. This might be fun. Depends on how far back you want to go. Depends on how far back you want to go. Who were some of your idols growing up? Oh man, Brett Hull was one of my biggest idols ever, the hockey player. So you're, it was the, he was your main hockey idol then. Uh, my main so cause this is so typical answer of me, the local because I lived in St. Louis when I started playing, um, and he was just he was larger a blue than, at the time. Yeah, when he was larger than life, like that was the first person I saw in person that I understood what it meant to have it. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's great players, there's great athletes. And then those, those ones like a flex Lewis, like yeah, another example of a guy where it's like, when I look at the top two, 12 guys, I see guys that, that may even eclipse flex's physique, but they'll never be flex. Right. You know, same with Jay Cutler. So that was, that was Brett Hull for me, you know, like, and they just did a lot of stuff to make it nuts. Like for example, when they, um, when they started building the new uh, Keel Center for them, which used to be the arena, like, of course, the news goes nuts. He shoots a puck at the building, and then they blow up a bomb to knock it down. <laughs> like, you know, so they make it, like, way over the top with people like that. So, yeah, he was my first local holy shit hero, for sure. Right. Well, you say local, but he was world famous. Yeah, local yeah, to me, because yeah, I was, yeah. a, wing, I was yeah, a Wings yeah. fan my entire life, so... Steve Eisenman would have been the the main guy because he's not human wow. again. Stevie Stevie Y. Oh, unbelievable. Lots of good Canadian Olympic memories with Stevie Y. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he brought, he brought, yeah, he brought us gold. He brought us gold. So, um, yeah, that's cool, man. What, what, so how old would you have been when Brett Hall was like during that, that phase of your life? 11. I mean, 11. 11. Yeah. So I was a, a kid kid, but he, in, uh, just definitely awesome to see. Plus when you learn in hindsight, I didn't even realize how crazy it was like to have a hall of fame dad and son and <laughs> right, ice yeah, mother. I, I mean, I guess that was my first taste of understanding genetics, you know, his mom was in the ice capades. His dad's in the Hall of Fame. It's kind of like, well, yeah, this is what you do, you know. And right, he did it. Right, right. You know who he reminds me of is Aceto, because he really downplays his abilities. You know, like he would talk and he'd be like, yeah, I just, I couldn't really skate really well, but I, but I could shoot and it, it tended to go where I wanted it and went there very, very hard. And it's like, yeah, it's about as dumbed down as humanly possible of saying what you do. <laughs> So the thing with Brett Hall, he was always one of those guys where, like, everyone knows how awesome he is. Yeah. And how, like, crazy leader and, like, just, you know, that type of guy. But he was one of those dudes that Canadians were like. Oh, yeah. You were were born in Canada and you play for Team USA. Yep. (laughs) You weren't too happy about that. Because he was born in Bellevue, Ontario. Yep. But his dad, obviously, Bobby Hall, where, where did he play Chicago. most of his career? Chicago, right. Yep. So so then, like, Brett wound up moving to the States when he was, like, a little kid, right? Yeah. And so yeah, he, he, he's, he's dual citizenship. Yeah, dual citizen. And, and I think that that would, as a Canadian, I get it, though. If I'm Canadian and you're playing the Canadian game and you were born yeah. in Canada and you have a choice and you're like, USA, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, because let's, let's why, not get know. it twisted. He's playing on either team. He just gets to decide. <laughs> right, right. So, like, you know, uh, I can't even remember what year the Olympics, what Olympics he went to as a mm. USA guy. But right. whenever Canada would play the USA at the Olympics, it was like, there's fucking Brett Hall. There's Brett Hall, that motherfucker. <laughs> the Canadian you know? with the Americans. <laughs> USA, USA, you know, waiting for waiting for him to lose. It was like both both the U.S. lost and Brett Hull lost. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, it was a little bit extra. It was a little bit extra. I remember when he played for the Stars. That's when I remember him the most was the whole that. That's where he finished, right? Yep. They won a cup there, too, didn't they, with that infamous goal? (laughs) Yeah. No, he didn't finish there. He finished uh, in in Detroit. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, That's so he cool. got a, he got an, he got another one in in Detroit, but but yeah, that the reason you remember that is because he he got the goal where they were wondering if he was in the crease and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was a sneaky fucker too, so that's that's good. Okay. How about you? Oh man, you know, uh, it's funny. It's like I almost want to say Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I as a little. But isn't kid, that weird? Do you think that George will be bothered that you bring up? Oh wait, not that Batman. No, Sorry. no, <laughs> no, no. He's firing it, me for saying that. Anyways, yes, yes. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, Batman, man. It, it's funny. I I found a picture of me which I might post, and I'm just I must be like three, and I've got like gray, like a gray, uh, like full long john on. Right. You know, like button up underwear, like full yeah, yeah. john, like. And uh, of course, because the old '60s Batman was gray. Blue with gray, yeah. Great. So then I had blue shorts and a blue cape. Like my mom had made me a costume, yes. like a gray, a gray underwear. And then I had the big logo she sewed to the chest. Oh man, it was awesome. 
<laughs> you do have to post that now. Too. Yeah. I was obsessed. I was obsessed with Batman when I was a kid, you know, it's like I'm not like obsessed with him now at all. But when I was a kid, I was obsessed. And then I guess I had weird idols like I wasn't really, you know, I didn't play hockey. I loved watching it, but I didn't play hockey. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say like, you know, any of those guys. I didn't really have any athlete idols at the time, I guess. But um, but, you know, I thought, hey, when I grew up, I want to drive a red Ferrari like Magnum P.I. (laughs) Did you want to wear the shorts too, the nutters? The Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Hawaiian shirts, though. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. No, no. I'd like I, to I see think... you with a stash and some curly hair, buddy. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad, eh? <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. It's hard to argue that, that, that Magnum P.I. was the freaking man with the Ferrari, though. Yo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Especially I, back then. Yeah, I, I didn't have a sports idol like, like you did. I didn't really have an idol like that until Dorian. That's so funny to me because you played football. Yeah. And at a high have, level, but you didn't, it wasn't your I thing. I didn't have a football player that I was like, oh, that I like emanate that behavior and do what he does and stand the way he does. And like, you know, like how right. most, most guys do. I played football because it was just kind of fun. And I loved, you know, I was like, oh, it's kind of fun. But I wasn't like crazy about it. Right. And, uh, but yeah, I'd say Dorian was the first guy that was ever like elevated to that status where I was like, Okay, what does he do? How does he behave? How does he think? When, what what brought you to that with being that it wasn't the internet era, the magazines? I mean, how did you realize, like, this guy's different? Well, when he, you know, I mean, there wasn't a lot of stuff. It was just, you know, articles started appearing in magazines. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember in 1990 when he got second at the Night of Champions to Mohamed Beneziza. Yeah, his first pro show. So the, yeah, his first pro show. So the coverage of that appears, you know, Three months later, right? Right, yeah. You get the, you get the <laughs> Forgot about that, yeah. Right? You get the flax to show what, when, when's the fucking British Grand Prix, you know, whenever, when, or, or uh, sorry, the Night of Champions. It's like in the spring, right? Yeah. So the magazine comes out in like July, and right. you see the pictures, and you read the article, and the way they wrote it, you know, is probably Peter McGow probably fucking wrote For it. Sure. yeah. He's like, and, you know, in second place was the shadow, you know, and right, right away, he was presented that way. And that might have been largely like writers like Peter kind of like wanting to, you know, push yeah. help because, like, you know, he had a look that everyone was like, what the fuck? This guy looks different. Yeah. And then I guess, uh, you know, they gave him that persona. But then the training article started right away. You know, who's this new right. guy? Next next issue out, there's a training article, how to build the, you know. Plus, he was doing it so different than everyone else. That's why that I jumped that sprung in your brain too, because you're that, like, oh, he's not what, doing six hours a day. That was what triggered it. You know, you know how when you're doing something, and it's kind of going against your instincts, mm-hmm. but you go, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Why would I, my instincts be correct? Yeah. And you like ignore your instincts. Yeah. And then when I read his articles, would this would have been like. You know, night, late 1990, early 91, people started right. to kind of hear more about how Dorian trained. And that's when I would read them and just be like, hmm, this is like, I can, I can, I can do this. This is yeah, what this I can makes do. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. like you go fucking ape shit and try to kill yourself on your main set. Okay. I get it. That's so, that's a language I can understand. Right. Um, so yeah, it was just, just something about it, but, uh. But yeah, yeah. What about you? Next question. Oh man, we got we got we got some good ones today, actually. 
<laughs> I like it because I never know which way they're going to go <clears throat> because of how I toss them up here. Boom, boom, boom. Drugs, food, training, silliness. Drugs, food, training, silliness. That's how mine go. Okay. This is uh, – we'll get one more Olympia hit real quick. Realistically, what Phil Heath are we about to see? 2011 would be insane, but I don't know. <clears throat> that was all part of the question, but that wasn't my statement. <laughs> I think we're going to see the 2020 Phil Heath. <laughs> what, what do you think, though? I mean, when, when you say that, I mean, I got my version in my head. Um, I'll, I'll come out and say that uh, I think I would be stunned if 20, he's the best. He's if he's the best or close to the best he's ever been. I just yeah, have a I weird feel. I wouldn't be surprised. That's that's just what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, hmm. Let's see. He hasn't been distracted by social media at all. Yep. He's just been like training without posting anything. I'm like, I'm like, shit. That's what I want to see. Right. Um. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's going to look like 2012, and I don't think he's going to look like 2018. I don't know. He's going to have crazy glutes and hams, and he's going to destroy everybody from the back. Yep. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's what I think. Yeah, my, my hope is just – my hope is that he is so good that he destroys the competition, but that – Brandon and Hottie and someone else bring something so good that it's still like, holy shit. Oh, Even yeah. Even though it's Phil, it's crazy, the battle. You know what I mean? Because that's what I would like to see. Like, I do enjoy – like, I actually do want to see him win as soon as he walks out. But I want the other guys to be so on that it's like, okay, well, the two, three, four could have all won the Olympia last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I also have a feeling – that we're going to see the very best Brandon ever. Right. So that's awesome. And I mean, who knows what that looks like, but I just have a feeling about Phil. I don't know. Well, like you we know. talked about last week, it's hard, it's hard to bet against <laughs> someone that yeah. that's all he's ever done. You know what I mean? He's definitely the guy that's like, well, winning is what I do. Yeah. You know, yep. cause I do find that it's like other sports, you know, you, you get to a point where some teams and some people find a way to lose and some people just find a way to win, you know, yeah. every time. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for watching another podcast here at Think Big Bodybuilding Media. And thank you to our great sponsor, TrueNutrition.com, for making this all possible. TrueNutrition.com is owned by Dante Trudell, the creator of DC Training. He wanted to create a supplement company that offered high-quality third-party tested supplements at a fair price. High-quality protein powders, just about every type you could think of. Huge variety of flavors, plus health and performance supplements. Check them out, TrueNutrition.com. And hey, if you use our code ADVICES, you directly support our podcasting. Thanks, guys. Let's get back to the program. What do you yeah. got? Favorite Christmas movies? Die Hard. <laughs> I love all the memes about whether it's a Christmas movie or not. <laughs> it's absolutely a Christmas movie. Everyone knows it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Yes, that is. No, I know. I watch that every year, actually, and I'm always yeah. blown away at how terrible the the video quality is. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know. Like you forget. I'm like, you know. I guess once you've uh, 
once you've experienced what we have now and then you go back, you're like, like I could see like a, a, a young kid seeing that for the first time and thinking the TV's fucked up. Like, my yeah, right, right. wrong with our goddamn TV? It's only half the pixels. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> when you were born on Avatar, it's hard to go back. <laughs> it is hard to go back. I can imagine their frustration. That's why I'm always skeptical when I suggest older movies. You know, like when I said, hey, watch True Romance. Right. Like you watch it and like it's a great movie, but like it's not 4K. Right. So and I wonder if that's enough to ruin it for a young person. Like they just even though it's a great script, amazing cast like that fucking it, that one of the greatest casts stuffed into one movie ever. Right. Um, but can they just handle the the, the, the video quality? <laughs> can they get past it? <laughs> they could shot on film. Yeah, yeah, stay with me. Stay. They're like, I could shoot better on my iPhone, and they really could. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> Their upload quality to Instagram is actually better. <laughs> I know. I just wonder how, how bad the barrier is now with some of the greatest films. I worry. <laughs> so. You're concerned. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, what, what else you got for Christmas movies? Die Hard. Okay, yeah, Die Hard's one. Um, I mean, truthfully, I loved Home Alone when I was a kid. I think right. that is a classic. Um God, let's see. There's so many. Like there are really. Like, oh, what about uh, what you call Christmas it? Vacation? Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Christmas story. story. The original, you know, with the Red Rider BB gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta have that. I mean, come on. That's <laughs> that is played at least here. There's a channel that plays that all day long, Christmas Day. Oh yeah, day. yeah. And I gotta watch. I gotta watch Christmas Vacation. You know. Absolutely. Uncle Eddie pumping the the shitter is full. <laughs> yeah, got it. That is a that is you know I haven't seen that in a couple of years. I should and I should and also I, I got an I got I got one I I mentioned now because I thought it was really fucking funny. Four Christmases. Oh yes, absolutely. Google me, bitch. Do you remember yeah. that scene? <laughs> the, kid, the little kid that's wrestling. <laughs> Vince Vaughn in uh, in Four Christmases. That movie is hilarious. Um, great cast too, by the way. That was great. Oh, I've, I've, I've seen that enough that I've actually got like all the things running through my head. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Oh shit. I, I can quote the whole thing. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's very good. Okay. That's a freaking, that is a classic. Bring the holiday spirit. Dusty. I, that does oh. bring it too. trying to dodge your family and having both of them find out. That is right. definitely <laughs> right, right, right. All right. I got a training one for you. Yes. If you miss failure on your top set, do you redo your set or get it next session? Now, I'm assuming, by the way this is written, that what he means is he exceeded the reps that he was supposed to get. So, Because when it says miss failure, I, I don't even know what that means because you just keep going until you fail. Um, is that what, how you would read that? If you miss failure on your top set, do you redo your set or get it next session? Yeah, it's hard to determine what he means by miss failure. I'm wondering if it means he terminates the set early for some reason, but then it would have to be like something didn't feel right or something hurt. Yeah. Because there's no other reason to stop your set. <laughs> yeah. You didn't die. Yeah. Yeah, so, you I didn't mean, die. Assuming, I mean, the, the answer for so, me on this is, is no. If I go for a set, then that's done because you've just gassed out a ton of energy anyways. Now, my assumption is that maybe he was going to go over the reps. So say it was a, a set he was supposed to get 12 to 15, and he got at 15, he was not failing. 
if that happens to you, don't stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So 19 what or means, whatever reps, yeah. then set a new record, write it down for next time. Like, Hey, I destroyed 315 and got 19 reps. So I'm going to need to bump up, you know, to maybe 325 to be back in range. Um, that can happen early in a blast if you don't know how much to use or if you've changed your rep cadence or something. But I really am confused when that happens because I feel my warmups. I've never like gotten destroyed or absolutely killed a rep range um, because I know what I feel like during my warmups. You know, like right. I, know I touch mean. 405 for two reps before I do 455 for a set. And if the two reps feel like absolutely nothing, I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. And if it feels like hell, I'm like, okay, maybe we're not going all the way up to 455. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you, know? you got to be smart about it. I And it's funny because, you know, um, I train clients at the gym sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll help them with body parts and stuff. So the other day I put a client through a leg workout. And I hadn't put him through a leg workout for a while. And we were changing his feet around and stuff. So, you know, you're never really sure what weights you're going to use, right? Right. And based on his warmups on the hack, I was like, okay, you know, we're going to do three, we're going to do three plates for your right. work set. But it was, he was kind of trying a new foot stance. So, you know, you get the factor where like by the, by the time we got to the working set, the, the stance was feeling better. Right. So then all of a sudden he, he got 19 reps with three plates. <laughs> he just <laughs> pounded them out. And like the, the, the prep set didn't seem that light. Right. And I was like, the fuck happened there like i wouldn't let him stop eh? like he gets to 10 and i'm like let's just fuck let's go like let's well, yeah, find that's out that's what i mean is now you're in it so you go now you're in it you just go so he just smokes 19 i give him a couple forced reps you know we wrap the set and he's like i'm like what the fuck happened there you just turned into superman from two plates to three plates you want so, to do cardio <clears throat> yes so i told him like like next workout you go four like like you yeah. have tons of strength there. Like, I don't know what happened. And he's like, yeah, fuck, you know, you're right. You're right. So yeah, you just got to push through, you know, yeah, crush that. Those. And then also don't be afraid. Like, cause I have had those moments the other day we did it, but I pushed through where I think that something's going to be my working set. And on like two reps, I know like, nah, this is easy. So like, I'll tell, you know, Tommy, all right, I'm going and then I'll unrack and two reps later, put it up. And I'm like, right. that wasn't it. <laughs> I thought it was. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, is it my turn now? Yes. Yes, it is. Do we want to go there? How's this yes. one? Money. <laughs> money is tight. Do I spend it on coaching or gear? <laughs> All right. I actually, I actually do have a a, a really easy answer for that. If you don't have enough money to do what the coach is going to have you do, they're not worth, then they can't help you. Right. You know, so, but factor that all the way down to food as well. You know, the biggest mistake you could make would be to hire hell the best in the world if you can't do what they want you to do. So, uh, you know, my advice would be keep the money for the food and the gear and figure it out. You know, which probably sounds crazy, but if I turn around and want to put you on 200 milligrams of sip and you can't, I can still get you ready, but I'm not going to get you ready like I would have. Yeah, I, I would say it depends on your situation. Like, where are you? Like, when you say money is tight, but how tight, right? Yeah, and also work like, backwards, right? Like, a lot of people yeah. are really tight on money, but then they, you start looking at how much money they waste on bullshit. You know, like, 
Exactly. I just found two hundred dollars in your broke ass bank account because you were wasting on this, that, and the other. Yeah, you got a thousand dollar car payment, and you're whining to me that steaks at Costco are expensive. Right. You know? Well, not even. So, I mean, even more simple than that because if you have a car payment, you're stuck. But I know, like for me, just every now and then, I like to just look. Here's a fun fact that you know is true. It's you waste more money when you make more money because you don't think about oh, it. It's yeah. no big deal. You're like, ah, you know, I remember when I figured out how much money I was spending on espressos during a prep one year at six something a day. And it's not that I couldn't afford it. It's, it was fucking stupid. So it's like, you know, <laughs> here we are right back to the no name brand oatmeal, Dusty, <laughs> you know, literally. So you all of a sudden you're like, or I go buy an espresso machine for X amount of dollars and that's the end of it. You know, so that's how people should look at that. Like, like you're saying, because most people have something that they're buying that's not necessity that they're now saying, well, I can't afford a coach. I'd rather you go to the gym on a cup of coffee and not a pre-workout, you know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think, I just a lot think of back to are, the, go ahead. I, th I think back to like, you know, the, the seven years that I just trained mm -hmm. before I competed. You know, I didn't have a coach or whatever. I just, just trained and, you know, did what I was supposed to be doing, eating a lot, training really fucking hard, trying to get stronger and bigger all the time and making sure I got my sleep and never missing meals. And then, oh yeah, I got 150 bucks. I can buy a couple, I can buy, you know, 20 amps of Sustanon, right. <laughs> you know, like oh, totally whatever, you know, like that, that was how, you know, I got to like. 270 pounds, you know, so, you know, people do waste a lot of money. They do waste a lot of money, but then, you know, I've also had a lot of people tell me that they get me for free because they used to spend so much money on drugs. True. So there's also that, like the number of clients I've had come to me, they're like, okay, I was on trend, Mastron, Winstrel test, this, this, and this. And I'm like, you don't even compete. Yeah. Let's dump three quarters of that. And then, oh, like, your diet sucks. So let's fix that. Well, three quarters. Let's do dump everything but one mil a test and actually get you training. Right. You know? And then they say stuff like, wow, my back's never been sore before. That was awesome. Right. And you're like, Jesus, okay. That's and so they're they are getting me for free. <laughs> right. Oh, it's so, true. That, that actually makes sense. I trained with a client this weekend. It was uh she's wacky. Did her did it we've been together for a little over a year, uh, but she lives in Atlanta. And uh Made huge changes, won every show she's done so far. Um, and I taught her how to do a lateral raise this weekend. Right. And when she got done, finally getting a set right, she looked at me and she's like, holy shit. Like, because we're looking going, okay, you've advanced this far, doing it wrong. Right. Watch. You know yeah, what I mean? There's a lot of people out there that they got pretty far, just like there's a lot still to learn. And like there's always, it never stops. That's too like, like if you think – that there's going to be a day when you're done learning. Right. It's just, oh no, that's not how it goes. Cause your body's going to change or your shoulder's going to wear out or your hip's going to hurt or, and you're going to have to learn something else to get past that obstacle. Like it never fucking stops. Isn't it funny though, when you, you know? look back and I know you've got this and I, I have definitely gotten it since I've competed last, I changed my training, not in some hunt for a new way to put on muscle, but in some ways, cause I had to. And then I, you know, like I said the other day, I looked in the mirror, I was like, my legs have never looked like this. 
Yeah, and then yeah. I started taking no, pictures and I'm like, so I stumbled on this on accident. And then because it was working, my clients are now getting it. And it's like, like you said, it was literally because I was going around an issue I had and my PT was like, well, you can't do this and this right now. So figure something right. else out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so if I wasn't injured, I would still be doing exactly what I was doing before, you know, so now you make a really valid point. It really depends on what you want to do with that uh, cash flow. <laughs> your, your turn, buddy. And I've got so many. Oh, this is a good one. Ron, who do you call when the shit hits the fan? Like, I've got a dead body in my living room bad. Who in your life gets that phone call? <laughs> oh, geez. Well, you're on that list, but you do live a little far away to help me with a dead body. However, you would know who else to call. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thinking of that scene in Tropic Thunder when Matthew McConaughey calls his agent. <laughs> or sorry, I, um, um, sorry, Ben Stiller calls his yes. agent. He's like, I've done it. I've killed one. And he's like, a hooker? Okay, you need a bag of lime and a shovel. <laughs> A bag, like, oh, a panda. A bag of lime. <laughs> he, he need a shovel. He immediately has a plan for him. <laughs> he goes, oh, you need a shovel and a bag of lime. <laughs> you got to love that there's that. There's the, the, Everyone needs that person, though. It's so true. Yeah. That is, that yeah. is so accurate. Or, or like you said, a you're, few. You're on that list. Actually, to be honest, I'd probably call Emily. Emily, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> I need some help. <laughs> she she hates disruption of her routine just as much as I do. So she'd probably be like, yeah, we got to get rid of this. <laughs> this body should not be in our living room. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to be too much hassle if we make any other calls. Let's just handle it ourselves. Oh, yeah, God, that's so, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For, for me, mine's easy. It's Matt. We, I, we joke about it all the time, but I'm like, you're the only person that actually knows how to get any money I would need or any situation like I think the only thing that would bother me truthfully is if I hit that moment and he wasn't already in the living room with me like we got to fuck this up together <laughs> you know, and, and also Matt, Matt always comes fully armed exactly <laughs> when he shows up at your door after the call he's got a sidearm he's probably got an ankle holster he might even have a rifle strapped around him and he's like okay what happened well, now we have the dogs in play as well. So, yeah. Big dogs with them. He's got a couple hey, yeah, completely trained dogs. <laughs> hey, if you can just feed feed the body to the dogs. You never I, – actually, that's <laughs> completely feasible with the most recent one. <laughs> after watching <laughs> after watching a dog eat chicken and the bone just oh, right yeah. through it, I was like, well, that was effortless. Yeah. That's fucking frightening. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great question though. So I'm like, oh, I actually have a few, but yes, <laughs> yes, yes. If you couldn't help me, you would have the number. Oh, for sure. That that's one thing I'm definitely. That happens here all the time. I get the call all the time. Do you have a person for? And I'm like, yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, I do. What do you, what do you what was the question again? <laughs> you're up, and I'm looking for my next one while you're doing this, so I'm actually ready your, for once. What are your thoughts regarding Anadrol? I have a 50-50 with Anadrol. Um, I get great results uh, with some people with it. Um, I hate orals myself because they destroy my appetite. 
I don't take orals ever. I mean, prep. But I mean, if I'm trying to grow, the moment you can't eat, you're fucked. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be the best drug in the world. But I do have clients that we can low dose something and literally drop a, a 50 on there. And it's like overdrive. Um, my only issue with current things like that is you do not need to be taking 100 and 150 milligrams of Anadrol. No. Like these fuck, like I, I had a guy recently, I was like, all right, we'll just cut it in half, obviously. He goes, okay, so 50 milligrams. I'm like, no, 25. He's like, well, they're hundreds. I'm like, well, then they're not Anadrol. <laughs> Anadrol, Anadrol 50 is the official name. Yeah. I mean, literally, I'm like, because that is the truth of a lot of these drugs now is they keep amping them in a way that doesn't even make sense. Like if you know anyone that's a chemist, They'll be like, well, don't put 400, 500 milligrams of test in one milliliter. That's stupid. There's not enough room for the other things to make it okay to function. Right, right, right. You know, like there's, there is a reason that Primo is in hundreds. Yes, I've seen it in 200s. Get the hundred. Right. I promise. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, what about, what about you with Angel? I mean, I know the answer, but you tell them. <laughs> well, I've told my my I've told my real Anadrol story. I'm sure. Yes. I have to have. I had my I got my hands on Anapolin 50, which is Anadrol 50 by Syntex. It's just they call it Anapolin or Anapolon, as the Aussies right. call it. But I got some, and it was I was in another country, so they instead of calling it Anadrol, they call it Anapolon. But it's the same thing. But I got I got a bottle of those once back in the 90s, and uh, I thought, okay. I got a hundred tabs, so I can do thirty-three. I can do thirty-three days in a row, three times. <laughs> I love it. Right, because so that is some old know? school running process, which makes perfect sense actually, because you shouldn't be rocking them for more than th four weeks anyway. So right. <clears throat> so oh I, my God. I just thought. I just thought, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll time it all out so that, um, you know, I'll get, I'll get a bottle of test and I'll be on a bit of test and I'll do 33 days of Anadrol and then I'll like do my break. And then next time I do a bottle of test, I'll throw 33 days of Anadrol in there somewhere, you know, like I spaced it out over like a year. Right. And, uh, every time I took that real Anadrol was just like, like, I don't even know nothing I've ever experienced since the strength jumps just. Dumbbells just felt like pillows. Like I just remember just fucking like kicking dumbbells up and being like, like having time to like think, holy fuck, these feel so much lighter than last week. Like just having <laughs> conversations. Yeah. size or what? <laughs> and my face got real big. Like I had like a fucking basketball head. Yeah, like a big St. Bernard. Like so, but, got it. but you're right about the appetite stuff and obviously orals are harder on you and not, you know, not as blah, blah, blah. So I don't um, mind that though, as long as you get the result, like, cause I'm not somebody that's like, Oh, you shouldn't take that. It's bad for you. Like that to me is the most ridiculous thing. If you're into bodybuilding, cause most of what we do, then just don't do any of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not saying be an asshole, but I don't pretend that like, Oh, it's for health. It's just, you can't ignore something that turns off hunger. That tells me that my body is fighting that like it's an infection. <laughs> right. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 A lot of, and others, I remember back in the day, guys would always say, oh, yeah, you know, I was doing Anadrol. But then like week seven, I started feeling like shit. So I cut it out. And I'm like, oh, OK, I'll just stop at week four. 
Yeah, I have an idea then. Let's let's not get that far. Oh, I like this one. I like when people ask a question that I have for you. Which physique slash look were you most proud of in your career? Um, there's like a there's like a handful of times over the course that I was really proud of relative to where I was development wise, like where I thought I nailed it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think 2007 when I won my first national title, I didn't win the overall though, but mm-hmm. that was I was just told by so many people I just and then. 2010 and 2012 were very similar. I got uh, second both of those years. Mm-hmm. But I remember people coming up to me after those shows and there was, they were like, that was like, that was your best. Like I remember people telling me like, that was your best. And they're like, that was, that was your best. I was like, you know, I just remember feeling like really, really confident going into those shows and liking how I looked, being proud to stand on stage and hit mm-hmm. all the shots and, you know, not worried about any little thing like, yeah. You know, I was always so critical of myself. Like looking back, I was never like I never really liked my physique most. Like you don't even like sounds, our radio show. <laughs> I don't even like I don't even really like you. <laughs> you, you. You're still critical of yourself, but go ahead. <laughs> you know, I uh I I I I uh I didn't go to a lot of shows really happy with my physique because I always felt like okay, I look really great, I'm happy with my prep. But man, you know, I really need bigger calves or right. something would always really bother me. It was it was it, I was just always such a like critic of, of my physique. So but there was a handful of times when, you know, I, I, like I mean, that, when I, like, you know, that driving force for a guy like you, because you want more. No matter yeah, how good it's it always is. Wanted. Yeah, it's always wanted more. I remember I remember like going way back to the 99 Albertas. I mean, I was way smaller back at that show and and all that but relative to my development i like i like i just remember people were like blown away at that show they were like you just fucking killed that show so that really felt great like i was really proud of that show right because you know even though you're not as big as yet you're not a pro yet but just the fact that you showed up and just like you know so that's always cool to experience i mean a lot of guys compete a lot and they never get to experience what that's like that's pretty awesome feeling yeah no i agree you I know, and as you climb a, the ladder, it gets harder to win those shows. Like it's harder to win overalls, and it gets harder to crush shows as you go up the ladder. Right. Like, you know, so it's always a great memory if you get one. Yeah, I think that that's the key is you have uh, – there's looks along the way that I like, um, but my favorite, most proud of look was actually 2006 uh, Emerald Cup prior to the show because we actually – the coach I had at the time switched everything three days out and I didn't bring the look uh, that I had. But the reason I loved it is because during that prep, I learned what bodybuilding was. Um, I actually thought that he was fucking with me because I was dieting so hard and so long. And I was everyone who knows nothing, as you know what I mean by this, uh, was telling me I was ready too early I was going to flatten out. Yeah, you're just in your ear the whole time. And it bothered me. And I felt like breaking down, but I wasn't going to give him the satisfaction of quitting. So I just right. did what I was told to do every day, every day, every day. And then I remember before I left town uh, for the show, we shot some pictures. And it was the first time that I was like, 
I'm fucking peeled. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like because at the time I was training at a gym where the locker room was in the front corner of the gym, and the area where you would pose was in the back corner. And uh, I remember getting done posing one time and then just walking to the locker room, holding my shit, and just seeing people. Not because I'm running around half naked, but literally looking at me like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, because you know when you're really in shape and you're walking and shit's firing up your glutes and low back with every yeah, movement. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I remember just seeing looks in the faces and then kind of glancing in the mirror and be like, oh, I get it. This is pretty disgusting. Right. And I should probably put on some pants. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Noted for both. But yeah, that's when I found out I love bodybuilding because it was never about the show. It was about loving that hell for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, you the know? process. Yeah. You know. You're up and then I'm already, I'm already ready with another one. You ready for another one? Yeah, fucking right I am, dude. I'm on fire. You go. Okay. What do you think of CBD oil? Real? Good. Not real? Prominent. Like, the amount of garbage CBD out there is unreal. Um, But I have used a couple that really seem to work. And I am a minimalist, as you know. I barely take anything of anything. Um, and I actually could see a difference uh, uh, when I was sleeping with one of them, which is no longer available. Um, but yeah, so I think they can be good. I just think it's one of those things now where you need to find one that absolutely works because oh, okay. it just seems like there's so much shit out there. I've never tried CBD oil. Um, actually, that's not true. I had. A friend gave me a bunch. So back in 2016, when I tore my quad, it wasn't like prominent yet. It hadn't been legalized up here yet. Right. Right. But it was like coming. Everyone like knew like legalization was coming. So people stopped kind of caring. Uh-huh. And um, someone like gave me all these. The way they were packaged was weird because they don't. I've never seen them since. But this must have been like a thing back then. But it was like these insulin syringes with no needle. Like the ones oh, yeah. you'd use. It was a bunch of these insulin dogs, syringes. Yeah. yeah, that you'd like, you know, squirt stuff in your dog's mouth or whatever. And they were like preloaded with this black oil. Mm-hmm. And they came like preloaded, wrapped preloaded. It's expensive and, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, someone gave me, I don't even remember where I got them. Someone gave me like a bunch of them. And they were like, take one of these a day. And I was like, okay. So I just squirted it in my mouth and swallowed it like, you know, <laughs> once a day. <laughs> I freaking love that is bodybuilding 101 right there. I don't remember who gave it to me. I wasn't really sure or what where it, was, it came from, but just put it in your it. mouth. It'll be fine. You know, I did that one hey. time in uh, with Chris at the I'm at a show one time and, and I walk into a room and literally as I walk in, he hands me a pill, goes, take this. I slam it, drink. And I go, what was that? <laughs> like, right. It's already gone. He's like, it's going to kill you, actually. In five I minutes. did that at a festival once. <laughs> it was more than once, Ron. It was more than, more once. than once. Take this. Okay. <laughs> Asking a half an hour, what was that? <laughs> You're at a punk rock show. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was you about to have a great time, sir. <laughs> okay, so here's here's mine. Post bodybuilding. The question was directed directly to me, but I want to know your ultimate goal too. The guy asked me, uh, Greater than or less than 200 pounds. Now, we're going to have to alter that a, a hair. 
because I haven't seen 200 pounds since I was like 14. I don't think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that wouldn't happen. But but how small would you uh, do you see yourself going down the line? Down the line. Or, yeah. Ah, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. know how much. Like, what are you now? Two sixty? Two fifty five? No. Uh, this morning I was two fifty three. Okay, that's close. Yeah. Um. I mean, you're trying to stay down. Like, I'm, it'll, it'll yeah, but I'm still training like a mad. I still train really hard. I don't think like, it's going to stop, it, though. You're not going to no, stop No, no, I know. But, like, <laughs> like maybe, maybe in my 50s, I'll train three days a week. You know, just do a push-pull legs three days a week or something and do other things. Who knows? Like, right. you know, I don't, I don't see myself ever stopping training. Obviously, I love the gym. But I'm just saying, you know, right now I still train like a bodybuilder. And I still eat a bodybuilder-style lifestyle diet. Right. Um, and, uh, I still like, you know, look in the mirror in the morning and go, okay, fuck yeah, I'm holding everything decent. You know, like I still do that, but I mean, the day might come when I'm like, ah, two thirty sounds good, you right. know? So we'll just have to have to see, you know, I, I know that, uh, you know, it's probably a good idea to drop some weight as you get older, but you know, I'm, I'm not 50 yet. So we'll just kind of see how this goes. <laughs> I, don't I, I, the lowest I've seen, um, was about a month ago, I think I was 248 one morning. And what I was what like, did you eat for Damn. breakfast that day? <laughs> Immediately started eating. <laughs> I think I had a muffin with my oatmeal. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and add a muffin or two yeah. today for sure. Yeah, I was like, like 248 one morning and like my face was getting pretty drawn. And so I bumped my food up. I just had a weekend where I had, you know, I had several servings of French fries this weekend. So. I'm up a few pounds. We'll see how it goes. I think, though, uh, to answer the question in a little depth, when you have carried size for as long as we have, I don't think most people realize the fight it is to lose it. Like, yeah, you literally have to, like, stop training. And obviously, I, you know, then you start feeling more unhealthy and and, you know, you do become more unhealthy. Like the training is like like it keeps your blood good. You know, it keeps your mm-hmm all the stuff that happens when you train, you know, burning fat and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not something we're just going to stop training so we can shrink down. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause that's the, the answer to the question for me is I want to shrink when I'm done. Um, but I don't think it's as, as far number wise as I would like it to be. I mean, I can't, I haven't been under 270 pounds and I mean, including stage in like five years. So to mm-hmm. see 230 is going to be a brawl, like, <laughs> you know, because and then for the last year and a half, when I was just focusing on basically creating content, I wasn't trying to go up. So I'd eat three or four times a day and maintain 285. Right. You know, so that's why when I kicked into this idea of growing, I'm like, man, this is this is almost going to be nuts because I will put on so much size just from food. Right. I haven't been eating like this. So, but yeah, there will never be a dusty under 200 pounds until I'm dead. How, how's your weight now? Like, what do you weigh now? 294 today. Yeah. Okay. So I'm already do back you, up. Do you, and we, do you anticipate 300 pounds by the new year? Yeah. Yeah. By the, I think by the end of January, I'll probably be like 310 again. Oh, you know? damn. I haven't yeah, seen it. It's coming quick. Oh, God. It's been years. I think years. the last time, the, the last time you were up, I thought you looked good. Like you were lean and big and you were like, yeah, I'm 279. I think you said. 
Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it would be light. Yeah. I haven't been heavy in years. Like, actually, I was just telling a friend the other day, I forgot how much food it is. Because, like, I'm just used to functioning without. So now I'm actually, like, back to the beginning days where my, my phone rings when I need to eat. And I'm like, shit, I don't want to eat. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm only doing 10 ounce servings of meat right now. But it's, it's I don't like to eat shitty food. So, right. you know, 400 grams of rice is a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I'm looking at the plate going, didn't I just have this a couple hours ago? So what do you got? What do you got? How to prevent or treat shoulder acne caused by gear? I'm not a terrible person to ask. I mean, number number one, truthfully, as dumb as it sounds, is uh, which you're saying caused by gear, but staying clean is a huge percentage of it because oil and anything on your skin is an issue. Um, but a lot of it is hormonal with what your, how your body's reacting to the gear you're putting in. People forget that when you think, take tests, then your estradiol moves, then all these other hormones move. So if you can keep those where they're supposed to be, you're going to see a lot less. But the simple answer is stay as clean as humanly possible. And sadly, it's also genetic. Like I could try to get acne and I wouldn't be able to do it. I've right. never, I'll see like, I'll see like one you know, pimple on my shoulder and be like, what the fuck? Where'd that come yeah, from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've known guys like you for before too. I, I got, uh, I had acne. It wasn't severe, but I had like, you know, sort of like minor reactive acne from like my cycles when I was young. Mm -hmm. And then like not too far into my bodybuilding, it just like kind of stopped. Like, I think by the time I did my first show, like, just kind of stopped. And I I always felt like my skin was directly linked to my diet. True. And, That's a really and, good answer. Really and, good answer. you know, if I was running like test and D-ball and I was like, you know, eating clean, whatever the yeah. fuck that means, yeah. I w it would, wouldn't be nearly what it was if I was like just throwing junk in all the time. Right. Um, then my skin would get worse. Like I'd have a weekend where I'd eat a lot of junk, you know, try and calorie up. And right. then, like, Monday, I'd have, like, a breakout. I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, you, you know what that was from. Yeah. And and then, like, as I got older and I just continually kind of perfected my diet and got more and more bored with food and less and less wanting to eat junk. And <laughs> I just, That's like, what happens. It's not that you get hardcore. It's just easier. <laughs> just easier. Yeah. And I just never had a problem, you know? Like, so it, it's, it's kind of it, – there's a huge genetic component. But, yeah, you got to remember the test – Something hormonal is triggering your sebaceous glands to produce more oil. Yep. So you have to facilitate the, you know, like, you, you know, you might be the, you might be a totally clean person, but those sebaceous glands are just acting up and you got to fucking have that extra shower or speed your shower up. Like as soon as you get home from training, have your shower, don't sit around and like crash on the couch for two hours and then, mm -hmm. you know, and then shower later before bed. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you're not a dirty person, but you just have a, a situation where you should expedite that shower. Right. Um, just do those sorts of things to, to try to like speed it up, you know, no, get cleaner. Okay. Give me, give me 10 sure. seconds. This guy wants to go on the yeah, patio. Yeah. He's yelling at uh -oh. me. Uh -oh. He tells me he's going on the patio. He's going on the patio. Come on. Let's go. I got to remember to ask Dusty how, uh, how everything went with uh, the knee replacements. Don't bark. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I may or may not have trained them to uh, use a litter box. <clears throat> Anyways. That's so funny. <laughs> I forgot to ask you what's going on with the knee replacements. Where are, where are we at? Oh, my God. Well, now it's normal. I mean, she's in normal life now. Other than, I mean, she can't train and everything uh, lower body yet. But uh, 30 minutes on the bike every day, um, driving her own car, doing her own thing. The only thing that I'm doing now is uh, I'm a dog walker. I went from nurse to dog walker. And simply because 80-pound uh, Pitbull, if he decides he wants to go and she's going to have to let go <laughs> or uh, or go down. So I've been doing uh, – his long walks, of course, uh, are facilitated by a wallet and calling a company that will walk them for me. And then uh, <laughs> don't anyone think I'm out there walking two and a half miles with this dog. Uh, but <laughs> I'm he's essentially, his walks. I'm a bathroom break dog guy. Okay. Um, okay. And then, uh, yeah, so we've got a, a good dog walker, actually, that uh, takes him, I think, six days a week, like for long walks, which is awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is crazy. The only thing that's interesting is just like bodybuilding, it's progressive. So you push for more, but then the soreness almost makes you feel like you made a mistake, you know. Um, but right now, uh, my PT is who she uses as well, and he thinks that four weeks she'll be essentially – hundred percent to start trying to move forward. And in three months, he thinks she won't even remember she ever did this. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely different. It's like you and Matt. I mean, I think when you're that healthy, it's just different. Even the doctor was, when he called me after surgery, he goes, I've cut thousands of people. He's like, that tissue was the greatest muscle tissue I've ever seen in my life. You know, cause it's both good, but also healthy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I have more of it, but it's probably not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, okay. it's been good. It's been is it my good. turn. It is your turn. Thoughts on push-pull legs being more popular these days than the bro split? Uh, I think that push-pull legs is something that is popular because it's what we hammer down, I hammer down, to people who are nowhere near needing to clean up the edges of the diamond so to speak like it's the quickest way to put on bulk muscle wherever it falls um and progress i think what you start to notice and, and guys will call me out on every now and then while they start to watch my training and they're like this isn't push pull legs anymore really it's because now it's i've reached a point where it's like yeah but i need a bigger bicep right Whereas earlier in your career, you need a bigger everything. And that's what I hammer with people, even if they have a genetic body part. I'm like, oh, well, so your legs are awesome, huh? Yeah. Are they pro quality? No. Okay, good. Then keep going. Right. You know, let them run away. So, and I think also, which is a good thing, uh, progressive overload is really being hurt again. I think that in some ways, the, um, the ejection of people just going to the magazines have gotten rid of the fact that a lot of what was written in a magazine was just like, well, we got to write something new. We can't mm-hmm. keep writing the same thing every month and expect to sell magazines. So now they're just getting it jammed down their throat. I mean, look at our episodes. Whether, whether it's push-pull legs or not, progressive overload or intense training, every person we have on says the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I, I guess my, mine, is a, mine is just, uh, I see so many things as just wordplay. 
you know, just semantics. People arguing about wordplay when they really actually agree on almost every fundamental point that needs to be recognized, but they're willing to sit down and have debates about splitting up quads and hams. Um, But uh, so I guess my take on it is that in a lot of ways, the push-pull legs is the new bro split, you know? I mean, it's just... just an evolution of language and and fashion and style and i mean let's face it there's a lot of people doing a push pull legs that aren't really making any more progress than they were on their pro split you know it's not like it changed the game for them um you know uh i use it with some of my clients i have some some of my clients on push pull legs and then i have other guys on fucking chest back arm delt leg workouts Mm -hmm. and you know all that sort of stuff it just depends on the person and Depends on their lifestyle and what schedule they lead to. Right. You know, like, I mean, that stuff matters. Like, you know, not everybody is doing what you and I did where we, you know, just don't work normal jobs like normal human beings and decide not to do anything normal so that we can bodybuild the way we want to. <laughs> you know? Very valid. Yeah. Some people are like, it's going to get in the way of bodybuilding. The, the yeah, zero some people dollars have like an actual <laughs> list of things that are more important than their training, you know? And uh, so some guys I'm like, hey, push, pull, legs works really good for you. Let's hit it. You know, you only have 40 minutes to train. Right. But you can train every single day. So let's do three, three on one off, three on one off. We'll get your workouts in. We'll get, get the volume in that way. Whereas mm-hmm. other guys, you know, other guys really enjoy chest, back, delts, legs, you know, because their training partner can do it and they both fall, they can both train at five o'clock. And they both have the same schedule and they both like the two on one off. And so it's just, there's so many variables. I, I think people search for the perfect split too much. I think what you're doing in the gym definitely matters more. Um, and you know, obviously the split has to be set up sensibly, you know, right. you don't want to do triceps and then the next day you're training chest, like you right. have to use your brain, you know? Um, so there's, there is a wrong way to split things. Absolutely. And there is a really good and possibly best way to split things for you. So for you being the big yeah, thing for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, someone sent me their program to look at cause I was helping them and, and they essentially had the same split that I wanted them to do. But they had they had back legs day off, chest shoulders day off. And you I want to like, move the two big body parts or something? I was like, well, back and legs aren't going to go side by side, and chest and shoulders aren't going to go side by side because you're yep. using. So let's. So now it's chest, legs, shoulders, back, right? Yeah. So yep. let's, and I didn't even change their training. Yeah. Your training's actually good. Let's get some video so I can see how you move weights. But don't change your training. But let's change your split because there's there is a better way to set these up. Yeah. I think that's a big factor too. Like I just sent uh, training to a guy last night who's very advanced. And I said, Hey, like I like to write it out because they, they want to just hand you the wheel. And I'm like, I need information. This might be too much volume for you. It might be right. This would kill me. I think it might work for you. If it doesn't after three days, tell me we're going to pull off one working set per, but you know what I mean? It's like, Essentially, the idea for me with someone who's really advanced is in six weeks, I'm going to know what to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What you were already doing, what we are now, and we're going to have a perfect plan for you. Um, but like you said, it's very individualized because at that point it needs to be. And I think you've got, like you said, the big factor, and I love doing that, is let me see some video. Because usually, I mean, form, yes, but intensity is the big thing. And I'm like, that was not even close. Okay. Right. 
Right. You know, which is okay. Like, it's not a shot on them. It's just they're going to find out when they start training how quickly they change, you know, because, you know, you would train with anyone in the world. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No no one's going to – you're never going to learn a new level of intensity that you didn't know existed at this point in your life. It's like, you know, you could train with anybody. So yeah, I yeah. we all we all remember the first time we found out we had never trained before. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, your turn, right? Yes. What are the advantages and or disadvantages to a free weight only prep? Uh, well, the advantages. Um, so let's say you're forced to do a free weight prep. Yeah. I'm assuming it's all they have. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say it's a COVID prep in the garage, right? Yep. You're forced to do a free weight prep. First thing you do is you got to get your mentality right. And your mentality is, okay, you know, uh, I'm going to take advantage of this time by learning and perfecting these free weight movements and getting strong at them and um, keeping it super simple, all that stuff. You know, there's, I don't, I don't, you know, there, there, there might be some fun to be had being forced to train a certain way. You know, you have to get creative and, I like when there's like that little bit of desperation where you're like, okay, I got to figure this out. You know, I, sometimes I thrive on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really think there's an advantage to your physique necessarily, unless you're the type of person that wastes time on exercises that I actually do consider to be nonsense. And now you're being forced to use barbells and dumbbells, which is probably going to be a good thing for you. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like some people are like out there doing just the machines that you and I don't even like. Yeah. Like I think you find that some of these things, like you said, I can tell you that that happened to me. You know this because I joke about it. I used to travel all over the valley for certain body parts on certain days because I could. I have free membership everywhere. I like the equipment here. I like this there. Uh, Then COVID hit and I was training at Muscle Factory. Very limited in comparison to using every gym in town. Um, and now, I mean, despite adding some equipment to get things, I still don't go anywhere else. Like it's, it's yeah. become like, that was silly. Like I kind of laugh. Right. I'm like, man, I was, I was way more Scottsdale than I thought I was driving all over fucking hell to find some piece of equipment. And I'm like, ah, an RDL is what I need. Every yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also to, also to, I, I, you know, I, I know I'm a gym owner and I love equipment and I love good equipment and I am a bit of a kid head. But at the same time, I'm also not into silly machines at all. Right. Like, like I still, you know, when it's hamstring day, I do lying leg curls and stiff leg deadlifts with a barbell. <laughs> right. And most of the time, you know, um, so I love good equipment, but I'm not one of those people that that thinks that having all the fancy equipment in the world is what makes a great physique. Having a bunch of good options makes a good gym. Right. Right. But even if you look at West coast iron, like we have a ton of great equipment there that some members love every piece. Right. But I don't use them all. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's a few leg machines I never fucking use. But I see other people using them all the time because other people like them, but I just don't. Yeah. You know, so I'm not an equipment nut in the sense that I think it's the secret to a great gym. I just think that 
you know, a great gym can be 3000 square feet with 10 pieces of equipment in it. If they're all good pieces. <laughs> That's you're going to love this rug because you guys are what you just said. So my gym's 9,000 square feet. Um, you know, so it's relatively small when you factor in cardio, everything else. But we have a uh, the previous owner had bought one of those arsenal uh, racks for dumbbell rows. So it's got like a place for your knee and a pace for your hand. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. What in the fuck is this doing here? Like yeah, I'm moving that shit all over the gym all the time. <laughs> like and I see people use it because it's there. So one day I was like, you know, I'm going to fuck it. It's here. I'm going to use it. I'm like, this thing sucks. Like yeah. literally next thing I know I'm back on my own leg using my forearm on it and doing a damn road. I'm like, who buys this shit? <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. There's a lot of pieces that are like, you know, kind of, um, you know, uh, what, what, what's it when the, the new car smell wears off yeah. you realize it's kind of useless, you know what yeah. I mean? So, so yeah, I mean my, 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 my buddy Braden, my training partner, his garage gym, like I've seen it. I could train get that ready, for the Olympia. <laughs> I could get ready for a pro show there. Oh, for sure. If I had to, like yep. the old me, could fucking get ready for a pro show there. No problem. <clears throat> you know? New me might need to buy a few things for my old body. But, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Totally different reasonings, people. Totally different reasonings. We are old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That'd be fun, too, because you crank the music. Fuck it, you know? Oh, there's there's parts of that that I think would just be awesome. I mean, which is essentially what I have now, though. I laugh because when I walk into the gym, like the first thing I do is I'm like, oh, we got to fix this radio. It's got rap on. I don't want to listen to this shit. <laughs> so I walk in, change everything immediately. And some of the guys who prefer my music are like, thank God you're here. <laughs> I uh, I got my I did, I did I tell you about my Spotify year in review. Yeah. I, yes. You're a fucking all star. Did we talk about that last time? We didn't talk about it. You and I talked about it. Ah, <laughs> Sorry, yes, yes. you guys weren't here for that conversation. Yes, yes. It was oh, funny because because the gym the gym uses my Spotify sometimes. Right. And I know the morning crew like some of the hip hop playlists. Because right. there's like some good like popular that you know they play, they got a good beat, you know, and they throw some of the hip hop on and it plays for like eight hours the whole morning shift, right? Yeah. So my number one genre was rap, <laughs> even though <laughs> I never listened to rap. Right. But then my number one artist was ACDC because Spotify does know that I'm fucking playing albums all the time. And I was in of all the people on Spotify that listen to ACDC. I was in the top zero point zero zero five percent. When I saw that dude, I lost it. I was like, "Do you understand how many people listen to ACDC on the regular, and you're destroying their listening habits?" <laughs> I I couldn't believe it. I I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. See, zero point zero five percent. Crazy. If you were in the top one so, yeah. percent, that would be crazy. Like literally, one percent. Of the you know world. what? You know what? You know what? Zero point zero zero five is. It's fifty people out of a million. Holy shit! That puts it in perspective a hell of a lot better. Right? That's what I. I was like, how many people is that? Like, what is that? What does that even mean? What did you I know? win? I won a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the people that are already listening to them, not just Spotify. Yeah. No, I hear you. That's no. what's crazy. No, and I'm the same. Like I actually, I do listen to rap and all that stuff. I don't train to it. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I just tons know? of music I love, like, you know, fucking 
some of the bands that came like Radiohead came up on my list, right? Yeah. I trained the radio. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I always laugh. I'm like, that's not that I don't like it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to deadlift to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like on the on the flip, there's music I listen to while training I would never <laughs> listen to in my car. Right. Like driving down the road. I don't want to be that angry in the car. I'm already that angry in the car. People drive like shit down here. <laughs> And classic. You how is how is oh yeah yeah how 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 is the United States doing, Dusty? How are you guys? You guys okay? We don't even know. We don't even know what we are. We're in denial and positive and in denial of everything. <laughs> All I know is what I told you a long time ago. I win no matter what. That's how it's gonna be. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one I'm going to give you 100% because I've answered this 100 times. So I want your extended view on it. 254 pounds, 17% body fat, recommended carb intake in a cut phase. 270 pounds? 54 at 17% body fat. 254 at 17%. He's given you a, a decent amount of information to still answer an impossible question. That's why I want you to run with yeah. it for a little bit. Well, so he wants to know how many carbs to eat to diet. Yes. Well, first of all, it matters how many he's eating now. Yep. Right? So hopefully, if he's 17% body fat, he's eating a lot of food. Because yep. I, hopefully he's not 17% body fat on 300 carbs. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So hopefully he's eating a lot of carbs and he's been pushing the food. Because then you just you don't have to dial back as far. But... I don't know. I, I, I would say a safe thing to do if you just don't know where you are and you at least have a week to just see what happens is to go one gram of protein per pound and three grams of carbs per pound and just eat that for a week and then just see where you're at. I know it sounds like a lot of carbs. If you're 250, that's like 750 carbs. Right. But if you're that big, you should be eating a lot of food. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, I think anything under a gram per pound. So let's say you're 250 pounds, but you're 17%. So you got quite a bit of body fat on you. So let's even just pretend you're 230. Right. <laughs> um, if, if, if anything other, uh, anything under a gram of carbs per pound is what I consider low carbs. Yep. So if you're 230 pounds and you're eating 200 grams of carbs, you're, you're low carb in it. Right. Right. So I wouldn't start there. I would start on like two to three grams of carbs per pound and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say, you know. Yeah. Well, I think the, the answer is exactly what what I say is kind of what you got to the same, which is you start with a number that's that seems a little too high and then just yeah. keep etching it down. Because what you don't want to do is go too low right off the bat. You yeah. need somewhere to go. And that's a mistake people do, especially if they're like, I got 10 weeks. It actually can still slow you down over over the 10 weeks to bury it right out the gate. Yeah. Crash dieting can stall you out. Yep. Yeah. And true, it's pretty true. easy to the first couple of weeks is easy to lose weight. It should be. Oh, yeah. You lose five you know? pounds just to, to junk water immediately. That's why I always tell people as soon as I get the first update with a new client, I'll tell them, OK, don't get excited about that number. Because that's never happening again. Right. That's that's garbage. That That's seven pounds. Because next week, if you lose a half a pound, I might be really happy. 
Right, right. I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, so you got to kind of warn them because if not, that next when they lose a pound or a pound and a half next week, they're like, oh, yeah, I only lost a pound. I'm like, yeah, pure fat in a week. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You lost know? an entire pound of butter off your body in a week. Yeah. Yeah, put some again. perspective yeah so that, that's the answer guys is because i get that question a ton with way too limited information is start high and slowly work it down and you'll start to see and then same thing let your body grind until something doesn't work before you deduct again and i would pull out like if you were that high if you were like up in the 700 carb range i would or 500 carb range even i would pull out like 50 grams yeah. Because you got to remember 50 grams is 200 calories. Yep. You know? So um, just pull out 50 grams and see if you lose any weight. And let's say next week you're like a pound down. You're like, oh, well, at least I know where the hill is. Right. Like, like now you know, like you're starting to, like, there's a bit of a, you know, it's you're not on flat ground anymore. You know, that, that sort of thing. So if you pull out another 50, maybe it speeds up. So now you're off to the races. Okay, sit here for a while. Yep. You know? It's that simple. There's no, it's not complicated. That's why we don't necessarily have to like think about all the numbers once you get going. I just look at the diet and I'm like, oh, there's a cup of rice here. Remove. Yep. Okay. That's next week. Fuck. You're down two pounds. Sweet. The pure fat. Yeah. Keep going. This is working. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm not necessarily like thinking about all this, this stuff. It's just big picture, you know? So, yeah, yeah. What else you got on your mind, Dusty? Well, right now I'm uh, getting ready to go. Uh, bla- I got Cole in town. So uh, my training partner from, or my client, I should say, is going to be a training partner for the day. Oh, Cole Eastfold. Yes, he's in town. He didn't want to rush back to uh, the winter wonderland and the closed down gyms of Minnesota. So he's staying here for one more day and we're getting the training in. He has gym access though, right? she does yeah because doesn't he is is he a part owner of that gym i can't remember uh not of the gym but i think i think the access he gets is because uh he helps a lot of the gyms he works at an equipment company so oh okay i knew he was involved with equipment yeah yeah yeah, equipment supplements a whole bit so plus when you're when you're a guy like cole you you you're like furniture you come with the gym yeah it's very simple (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's funny i did talk to a bunch of people over the weekend they were like it just seemed like everyone who's kind of been around for a while, it's like the assumption, like the owners were calling them going, so did you want to pick up your key today while we're closed or how do we want to do this? <laughs> Good for him. He's, he's a big dude now, man. Oh yeah. He's a tank. We're going to do uh do jun- junior nationals this year and then right to right. the USA's of course. But uh, he was awesome because he, he just trusted. He was like, just tell me what to do. And I'm like, all right, let's take some time yeah. and eat. Cause he's not yeah, the prettiest yeah. physique. But man, when somebody does everything right, I remember the day and it was like the, the nicest mean thing I've ever said to somebody. He sent his pictures and a couple weeks in a row, I was like, man, that front double, man, that front double. And finally I sent him a picture. I'm like, dude, your front double was complete shit your entire life. And now it's not bad. <laughs> I remember, I real, I, it's like me and my calves. Yeah, that's me and my front double too. Like if it ever, if it ever got to not bad, I'd be happy. <laughs> No, I looked down one day and I was like, huh, no but one's you know, going to mention. But you know what I mean, though? Because it's true. Like, I will tell guys, like, if they're doing the, like, now that's cut down like 30 seconds, I'm like, don't hit this shot. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I would tell yeah. a guy like Cole, like, walk out, hit your front, relax, 
hit your front lat spread, then turn. Do yeah, not see, give them that the shot. Economy, the economy of your performance. <laughs> and now, I mean, literally, now it's the point where it's truthfully, all kidding aside, it's good now. I'm like, yeah, you're not automatically losing that pose, even in a top 10 call out at a USA. You're not. You're going to beat some yeah. people in that, you know, which is awesome. So it's been fun to have somebody that grind out for so many years and really watch them not just get bigger, but get better. You know, yeah. but I, I wish I wish there was a way to magically record things, which there will be in time, because the average person, what happens is they see Cole or someone like that. And they're like, I got to work with you. I got to know what to do. And then three weeks in, they've missed five meals and they're not sleeping right. And they forgot to take this. I'm like. Cole yeah. hasn't missed five meals in four years. Yeah. <laughs> like, no yeah. fucking way. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, like, it adds up. It adds yeah. up. It piles up, you know? And the number one thing I say to people, it's not even that you missed the meal. It's that you know you missed the meal. Yeah. And now your mind is infected with that meal missing. <laughs> and you got to get that fucking out of there, you know? It's, it's just, true. I, I say the yeah. same thing on a diet when people are like, you know, well, I mean, what would one cookie do? I'm like, nothing. But if you take second, you'll remember. Oh, yeah. You'll think about that cookie. For like, the I rest mean, it sounds fucking insane, but because we all know that's bullshit and it does nothing. But I would never want to say I did have a cheat meal during that prep that wasn't asked for, that wasn't required. What the fuck did it do? So for yeah, three yeah. minutes, you enjoyed yourself. Three minutes. You're not <laughs> less hungry. Probably more hungry, <laughs> like, you know, so, so nice job yeah. doing nothing. But yeah, that's the thing. A guy like Cole. So it was funny. I mean, I was like, we have got to figure out a way to train and we, I don't train Mondays usually because of the show. And I was like, today we trained. That's why I mean, you, not you guys, you guys are, issue. you guys down there in the USA, you're flying all over. You're going to visit people. We do whatever we want. You're doing whatever you want. We're like the, I think we're the only province in Canada where the gyms are just open normally. Like, yeah. I, everyone's shut. And I think Ontario, they're open, but they're only allowed to have like 10 people in the gym. Yeah, which makes it useless. doesn't even matter how big it is either. Like they wrote it really bad, I think. But yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So yeah, all of my Canadian clients are uh, at home again in the gym. We're, we're back to working with the basics. And then there's no one to get equipment from up there. Like I have clients with money that doesn't matter. And they're like, oh, bro, I can't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, when people don't make stuff, what does Elon Musk say? There's no stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is, too. So it's been terrible. Which, by the way, I have to do this right now. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get us off, but I have to say this. Hammer strength has been complete shit to deal with. Life what happens? Okay. So my order's coming on the 12th of November. Did not come. It shows up. Uh, Friday, okay? Part of it, which I knew it was only be part. Who knows why, but I only got part of it. We paid the $1,000 to get it all put together. It had to be paid. There's no way around it. I couldn't have someone do it when they were here. That, nope, we pride ourselves off the truck and into your gym. That's how we do it. It's the only way we do it. There's no way around it. This is what we do. Cool. Well, then don't bring a truck with a bunch of shit in boxes that's not made because that's exactly what they did. Then you get it off the truck, start opening it up to go through it. One of the pieces I didn't even order, it's not the right one. Some of the shit's not there. I mean, literally everything they could fuck up, they did. Damn. I'm like, so we got five of 12 pieces. One of them's the wrong piece. And none of it's put together. Appreciate it. 
Oh, and we're a month late. Outside of that, though, it's been flawless. Damn. <laughs> and I think the problem is, truthfully, and this is what pisses me off about it is, um, we're too small to matter. It's two right. pieces. ASU just ordered a million-dollar order. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ours yeah. is 12 total pieces. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck them. And that, that shit just drives me crazy. It's like, well, then just tell me. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, yeah, so it was definitely disheartening because I was hoping for a lot. Um, so I, I have to point out. And then I, the bad part is I start talking to people, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's normal. That's okay. life fitness. Yeah. I'm like, well, then how are they in business? It does blow my mind in this world. Yeah, they focus on the big clubs. They're doing yep. business with the big clubs. That's how they're in business. Yeah. It's yeah. unreal it's to me. The top guys are playing golf with the big club top guys. It is. It's truthfully, isn't it? It's not contracts. Because, you know, we're the gyms that, and you know, I mean, because you're in that umbrella too, where it's like, yeah, yeah but I'm the gym that's going to point out to you, I ordered this piece of hammer strength equipment because I think it's the best. Not yeah, because yeah. every fucking lifetime fitness ordered them. You know what I mean? Right. Like we yeah. pick that gym out piece by piece because you only got 9,000 square feet. It's literally like, okay, when this one comes in, what's leaving? Yes, <laughs> something's got to go. Exactly. <laughs> like that's a conversation that's like ditto. that takes place. <laughs> ditto, ditto ordered one of those plate-loaded fly machines. Right. And he's like, I really want one. He used he used one at another gym. And I'm like, okay, fucking want one, get it. Right. And it's like on its way. But I'm like, what's going? What's what's go, what's leaving? Who are we gonna cut? <laughs> it's gonna be here in a few weeks. <laughs> I'm like looking for floor space, so we'll figure it out. That's the game, man. But uh, I'll let you know when it comes through. But I did get my pullover, so I'm not totally okay. sad. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, remember, everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. I should have said that at the beginning of the show. Scott could do a little e- e- edit. Yes, do that for sure, Scott. In at the beginning, make it look snazzy. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got my bike right here. It's been fucking so hectic the last week and pouring rain outside. I haven't ridden it. I might, I might have time for a ride today, so I'm pretty happy. Love it. You got the sun? Oh. Do you have a sunshine or are you back in the garage? I think I, yeah, I'm just going to ride inside today. So we'll see what happens. I <laughs> love it. All right, boss. Have a good one, man. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding.